welcome to today's episode of Juicing the Numbers, uh, what was once a statistics and sports podcast. I am your host, Joshua Tracy. <laughs> and I'm Corbin Eller. Um, so if you are a living, conscious human being, then you know that <laughs> all of sports, all of them, every single one of them, except I think maybe the PGA, is canceled. Um... The NBA season has been suspended. The NHL season has been suspended. The MLB season has been suspended. Um, the NCAA sports are, are they're, they're not happening either, right? I think they toyed with the idea of playing in front of crowds, but now they're just canceled too, right? Which league? Uh, the NCAA. Uh, like March Madness yeah, is just gone, canceled. right? Yeah. Yep, everything's gone. The only sports-related thing that is presently still happening is the NFL free agency period. Um, mm-hmm. that I can think of anyway. They, the NFL PA did just to agree to a new CBA. And we'll probably get to that in a different episode just because of what's going on in the world today. But as it stands right now, the world of active on TV sports, I'll, it's, I'll, I'll qualify it as, is over for um, just the foreseeable future. Yeah, and... I, as much as I'm at a loss for words about what to say about it right now, that's pretty much how I feel about it as a whole because it's definitely the right call. By all means, it's the right call, and it it's good that they were that all these leagues were being proactive enough to do this now before things got worse. But at the same time, that's such a such a huge chunk of my life that's just gone. Uh, for the time being, uh, without any serious end in sight, without any, you know, honest to God, hard end to this, uh, just, I guess, pandemic is the both correct term and whatnot. So it's hard. It's hard to figure out uh, what's going to happen, and it's hard to figure out what what to do now. It, it, it I mean, it is for the first, so I, work an office job and my office closed then they told us to be, you know it's going to be at least two weeks that we don't come into the office so just work at home and i was thinking to myself oh, all right you know like i can still watch all i can watch all the yankees games you know like uh, all the one o'clock spring training games are going to be on my tv you know, the yankees aren't playing like playing like almost like you know the braves or the mets or fucking whatever and and no like that is gone like I was thinking yeah. about still watching rain games at, at night while I, I, I pedal on my not significantly, significantly not a Peloton stationary bike. Um, <laughs> and that, and that's, that, that's gone too. And like, it was one, a way that Corwin and I both fill our time since we were kids. And two, it's, it's, it's the thing that we, it's half the reason I fucking have a Twitter, you know? It's it's half yeah. the discussions I, I I look at, it's half the subreddits. Is it like it's, and now you have all these writers that are just aimless. <laughs> I mean, and I feel yeah. bad for them, but because like it's their business, it's their job to like be posting and writing and talking about something. They're they're I'm sure that we'll get some relatively creative stories that come out of this, but as it stands right now, I mean. That's a lot of a lot of people looking to do something that have nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's one of those things where uh, I, I work in an office like Josh does now, and it's either people are either quarantined or 
have their own separate room, their own separate office for them to work in. And it's not terribly affecting it there, but I also work a service job, you know, in a restaurant 30, 40 hours a week. And it has been unbelievably dead and rightfully so with just people not wanting to go out and be around each other. And it's not a sports bar per se, but goddamn, we had, uh, downhill snowmobile racing on today along with uh the premier league which oddly is still playing um and like reruns from like 1980s yankees on yes network so all around it was definitely the weirdest day of sports watching that i've had in a while and you're right like with so many people without any incredibly meaningful topics to to write about sports reporters online oh my god it's just been all over the place with what they're either reporting on how you know COVID-19 is affecting the sports directly or just whatever they can pull out of their hat to figure it out it's man it's gonna make for such a, a large impact for I'm, I'm I'm trying to keep this just to a level of what the scope of the show usually discusses because obviously this touches literally everything in the world mm-hmm. um literally everything in the world and i mm-hmm. i mentioned in passing things like you know how do you handle season ticket holders how do you do this how do you do that but like i mean can you imagine a world where come september football is is back you know football started as normal baseball is only i don't know 80 games into the season 90 games into the season fuck 100 games in the season there's still 60 games left basketball still going because they didn't wrap up the season in time hockey's still going in september like that's mm-hmm. that's a weird world like what happens to all the people that were supposed to be at those games like do does do we see a huge drop in fan attendance um because they just you have to accommodate you know like hotels losing money like like nothing because people aren't going to the places that would usually have these draws like you don't think i don't know necessarily about the impact of you know i don't know 15 20 000 people being at a stadium on a given day but basketball you got you got 40 of those games at your at your home a year same thing with hockey you got a, you got 80 of them in, in, a, in a baseball game in a year that's a lot of accommodations people travel for um and it's just gone in an instant. It's just gone. This is it's this thing that like entire industries are centered around, and it's mm-hmm. gone. I can't it's, think of what else would, it would be like. This is going to be a little off the sports topic, but I feel like it no, it should be it. said to some degree. Um, people who I've talked to personally uh, really think that the economy is only in trouble if we go into quarantine and people won't go out and do this all, but they're only really thinking of how, you know, the greater economic health affects them personally and what they go through on a daily basis, not the just incredibly large, just patch of industries that are going to be affected that they don't even think of or wouldn't even come to mind when they think about what, this is going to do to the entire national and global economy um, over the next couple of weeks and months. And it's, it's not like there's some industries that are going to go untouched 
everything you could think of is just going to be negatively affected in some way. And it's there's so much more to this than what people are not only watching on the news or reading about in papers or online, but what they can even think of. Like, this is so far outreaching. And I don't know whether it's, you know, upsetting or uh, just whether I should be grateful that it took major shutdowns of all these sports leagues for people to finally take notice of the risks and what is likely and going to happen uh, because of this pandemic. And it's, you want people to notice this sooner and take, you know, serious consideration to what the outcomes and effects are going to be sooner than this. Um, I'm glad, you know, a lot of people did come to the realization that this is a, a major, major issue because of it. But at the end of the day, you kind of hope it doesn't take, you know, people not being able to watch sports every day to get people to notice that. I've, I think the NBA canceling its season is the single biggest thing to drive that point into people's heads. Mm-hmm. I think that was the, the 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 single like the catalyst point for people to realize how serious this was. But before the NBA canceled their or suspended, I should say, their season, um, MLB was talking about, or the MLB I think had just limited reporters' access to the locker rooms. But I think that was the most severe thing to have happened, and that was before the U.S. started to um, stop people from transiting between us and europe so i i know that the nba suspending its season was for me at least the, the first big like oh shit kind of moment um mm-hmm. to speak to your off-topic point i people got to spend money and and that that's the real that's what drives an economy if no one spent any money economies wouldn't grow because you know you don't have money changing hands no room for industries to to expand there's, there's no room for just to be created if everyone just sat on all the dollars thing thing would happen and that's why you know you see the federal government doing things like they're saying they're going to stop charging interest on student loans for a little while because they want to give people extra disposable income so that they can spend that money but if you're not leaving your house you know like i get you people are buying toilet paper okay um and maybe your online shopping is going to increase okay but and that's what I'm saying about like entire industries being centered around these things. That's that's money being spent that's no longer going to be spent, or in fact has to be refunded, which is gonna, like you said, it's gonna touch everything. Um, there, there's no corner of the economy that's not gonna go untouched as a result of this. And sports institutions will all be fine. They they just will be. I first off, they're worth hundreds of millions to billions of dollars. They're going to be okay. But it, it you know. If you have a small local business that you like to support, yeah, um, uh, a locally owned restaurant, a local uh, clothing store, a local art shop, something that matters to you, now is the time more than any to to show them some level of support by either making a trek out to the shop if they're still open to buy something. Or my my aunt owns a restaurant in San Francisco, and she was she had posted an Instagram story saying like, "Look, I get it. If you're afraid." of coming to the restaurant right now to eat but she's like if you want like we can start selling gift cards 
and you can buy gift cards from yeah. us and then just come to the restaurant in a few months when you feel more apt to doing so and like that is a good option too because without it like i got a friend that owns a that owns a, a jujitsu studio and he was like look i get that you don't want to come here right now and i get that we close classes right now but like please don't cancel your membership like this is how i eat you know this is how i live so it's it's tough it's real tough out there yeah i mean just on just on the topic of restaurants because you brought it up the restaurant i work for just started implementing uh delivery like direct de delivery not through grubhub or doordash or anything but like straight from the restaurant because people just aren't coming in anymore and they need a way to generate that revenue make that money and if people aren't going to come to the restaurant might as well bring them to the restaurant themselves uh which you know generally i think is a good idea and i think you'll see a lot of industries do what they can to adapt which is gonna it's it's saying something because it's going to be extremely difficult but I don't, it's not going to work for everything. No. And it's going to be a, it's going to be a war of attrition between how long this takes to be resolved and how long people's finances will last. And I'm really hoping that other things follow suit with uh, the, the federal government canceling student loan interest for a little while, like maybe utility forgiveness, things of that nature to help families get by. Luckily we're not in the dead of winter. You know, because that would have oh, been a horrifying yeah. scenario. Can't even imagine. Um, but it's it's hopefully when when China's back to normal, um, and the U.S. can start importing goods at a regular pace again, that will help things out with the economics of it all. But it's going to be a wait, and you know that's one of the reasons why I'm saying I wonder what it's going to be like when sports comes back online, because you know. If you were a guy who went to Devils games, New Jersey Devils games, and you just had to drain your bank account to stay afloat, and you don't have money for Devils games anymore, you're not going to Devils games. You know, like that, that that's that. And that might be a situation that a lot of people find themselves in. So it'll be interesting to see what the what the teams do. You know, if 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 they continue to price the same way that they did for the entirety of the season, um, if there'll be any kind of forgiveness for season ticket holders just getting their shit for free, or anyone who had tickets to the games already being able to, to, to you know obviously just go or get money back or get discounted seats or something, because the financial impl implications of what the remainder of all three active sports seasons are going to look like is going to be weird it's it's going to be something that uh, it's going to take a long a long time to really straighten out because everything's changed yeah it's it's again I, I don't even know what to say to that it's just we can't predict what's going to happen because no one has any idea uh for the time being it's really just following the you know following what's going on and just playing it by ear i guess yeah you know you, you got to do the right thing you got to stay home it, it i was talking uh, uh to a few people the other day and it's one of those things where staying home seems so drastic but it really is just like the most level-headed solution it's it, it mm -hmm. really i i made an analogy the other day that i've been using a lot it's where it's like um a small grease fire in your kitchen isn't really a big deal 
as long as you just kind of calmly act and put it out in a reasonable time. But you got to calmly act and put it out in a reasonable time before it becomes a house fire. Right. So, um, yeah, we'll like see that. how bad it is Good right now. Thanks, buddy. I, th- I think this thing that scares me the most about the whole situation, and I'm not like scared, scared, like quivering in my boots, like, like, it, like it's that movie 2012 where like the wind's coming to get you. Um, but it's, it's just a lack of information. You know, we don't know, like you were saying a little bit before we started recording, like we don't know what the long-term implications of people who get sick is like, how does that affect your health long-term? We don't know how many active cases are because the U S is so far behind in testing. And we don't know what the road to recovery looks like after this. You know, does like, I know Korea has like drive through testing centers now where you go up, stay in your car, test you, and uh, then you go home and then you find out like the next day via text message, like if you are okay or not. And then if not, you go in for treatment. They just, and they're just, they just started implementing uh-huh. that in Westchester County. Did they really? Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, it is very awesome. Yo, that's great. Um, if that's what it takes, like the U.S. is huge, it might take time. But like, it, mm-hmm. the the not knowing, the the just lack of information is the thing that I guess yeah. like, I don't even want to maybe maybe scare is too strong of a word. Maybe just concern is my main concern. But you, for me, it's it's the misinformation. You know, like. Talking to people today, uh, I had two separate people uh, just say things that absolutely blew my mind. Uh, One said that, I don't know why everyone's freaking out. It's only a couple dozen people in the U.S. that have gotten it. Oh, fucking tough guy, huh? Yeah, you know. uh, Also, a couple thousand lower than what it actually is, but sure, whatever. Um and then the other said that this is nowhere near as scared as, you know, their fear for this was nowhere near what it was for 2012 because, you know, at least the Mayans knew what they were talking about. What? I still don't know if he was joking. They were joking. Sorry. It, it could have been a woman. Um, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I have nothing to say on that one. That one's just so far out there. Oh wow, yeah, I got Jesus. Uh, I thought you were gonna say at least it's you know it's not nearly as bad as the SARS outbreak was. And I, I, the Mayans didn't know shit. They, they ate sticks. Not really. Um, that's that's amazing. Um, wow. Weesh. So, uh, I uh, we had other like sports adjacent topics to talk about but uh i don't uh, it just feels so past the point of of general interest so corn and i were talking about the future of uh, yeah yeah i I think that would be fine i think saving it for the next one would be would be maybe a little more apt um but okay. so Corn and I were talking about what to do for 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 the the future because we talk about sports in part uh, uh, previous events and and statistics, but also current events. And because there are no current events for the near future, we're deciding between the idea of trying to maintain the twice a week schedule 
or listening it up to once a week, depending on how much content we can come up with on on the fly, kind of as we go throughout the course of the week. So we don't know what that looks like yet. It, it might end up being a once a week show where we maintain the stats episode and just you know do the the standard thing where we deep dive into stats or at least find a stats related subject to discuss um and and just not have a monday episode for at least a a few weeks or we'll try to do something sports topic related for the monday episode that just isn't current events but that's at least where we're at right yeah yeah, I feel like it's going to um, end up being one of those things that we're we're going to try and do as much as we can, but it's it's going to yeah, be it might even just be like tough to find current things to talk about. Yeah, and also like it might be a twice a week show where the episodes are just shorter, like today's is. Yeah, you know Very we'll true. we'll figure it out. Uh, I yeah. guess we can close on 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 this thought. Is is. Is Rudy Gobert ever going to play basketball again? Uh, I think he's definitely going to play basketball again. I think people are going to start to fucking hate him. Like, there are going to be some people that just don't care too much. It is what it is. But I think there's definitely going to be some people that are going to heckle and just berate that man at every game he plays for a long time. I I I'm kind of wondering if he's going to be in the league because his teammates are pissed. He infected two of his teammates. Yeah. At least right now. I think two. Like I know I know for a fact one, but two wouldn't surprise me. I think I think it was two, but I don't remember. There's been a lot of talk about, you know, this yeah. is the subject, so a lot of it kind of blends together in my mind, but it, at least one, I think, two of his teammates, and apparently from rumblings of reporters uh, who covered the team, saying his team fucking is furious because he's been so blasé about everything. Um, mm -hmm. I really, really wonder if the NBA as a league doesn't step in and levy a heavy suspension on him as a result of this because uh, I, mean, I don't know they how showed you the willingness to suspend their season. You don't think so? I mean, how can you suspend a guy for getting sick? You know, like, I get at the time him touching all those microphones was meant to be a joke. And obviously that's so much more serious looking back, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I get where he was coming coming from, trying to lighten the mood and, you know, trying to play it up for laughs. I also get him not realizing the extent of the issue and you know not being able to to fully grasp how problematic that action was but i don't know how you can suspend a guy for for really just getting sick at the end of the day well i do often have the hotter take than you and you usually have the more level-headed opinion so there's a very very yeah. strong chance that you are the one who comes out right on this eh. I don't I don't have a we'll super say, strong opinion either way. I think it'd be pretty fucking funny if they did. And I'm all for that practical all, joke effect. I'm also wondering though, because like the NBA is so tries to be so um proactive with things that go on in the world, including their response time to 
this pandemic that I wonder how their sensitive nature, which I don't use to be pejorative, but just I think they are a sensitive league, sensitive to things that happen in the world and to people's beliefs and actions. Um, how that will translate to this, because you're right, he has done nothing wrong but gets sick in a sense, but I, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's just weird. I don't I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You got anything else to say? I think the simplest solution is to just fire him into the sun. Fire him into the Phoenix Suns? <laughs> as long as Devin Booker doesn't get sick, we're good. All right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we'll have a Thursday show. So I guess keep on the lookout for that. Stay indoors. Follow the Twitter. <laughs> at juicing pod if you're bored send us emails at juicing the numbers at gmail.com uh don't leave your fucking house yeah yeah don't just just, just don't do yeah, it please if you don't like being home it's your fault don't leave your fucking house stay home as much uh please 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 for us um yeah well yeah un- until thursday y'all have a good one bye